she told me Yo, Crypto 101, this is Matthew Aaron, and this has been a crazy week, just absolutely crazy. So the Bitcoin split happened, um, yeah, it's actually the 7th, so yeah, it's been a week since I put up my last commentary slash rant, and the, the Bitcoin split happened, a lot of things going on in the market, I don't even know what I want to talk about today, but I'm just going to talk. And first is, all my friends, when we're talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, you know, for the past months, since May, we're talking, oh, oh the Bitcoin, or maybe not May, since June, uh, talking about the split, what's going to happen, oh, watch the market just crash and, you know, you know, doom and gloom and FUD, and we didn't know where the market was going to go, and this week was a total surprise because nobody, even though everybody said that it could just pop up and, and Bitcoin could become strong and I didn't, I never expected that it would it would just went so smoothly and all this money would have flow just flowed back into the market. It's like August first happened, and then it just disappeared, like nothing happened, and we're just sitting there. And next thing you know, Bitcoin from forty billion market cap to what is it sitting at fifty three today? Uh, Litecoin, Litecoin has actually been pretty consistent. F, you know, was at 19. Now it's at 24, 25. I think I topped out at earlier today. Um, some of these big movers are just, just the market is on fire. The market is on fire. And I, we would never just expect it to be that because, in you know, it was just two weeks ago. And we're and I was personally wondering, what am I going to do with my money? Am I going to take it out of the markets? Is F going to, is F going to tank? Is Litecoin going to tank? Is all these... Altcoins just going to disappear because you know nobody knew what um, what was going to happen with the split, and then and then Bit ninety one came out and everybody said okay well it's not splitting now it's not going to happen until late August and then I heard some stuff say September and then I heard some people say November and you're nobody knows what's happening and then and then I was on Twitter and saw uh, Charlie Lee retweet something and said. Oh, I don't think a lot of people know, but the split is still happening on August 1st. And I think I saw this tweet on like the 29th. And I'm like, what the, what the hell? What do you mean the, the split is still happening? And I think, I think all of us got taken by surprise by this. And then all of a sudden, the split happened. And I, I, I personally thought that the market was going to go just down. And yes, it did go down a bit. I think it was at, you know, 29 and then it went into 27, like, instantaneously and then 26 and then 25 and then it, i don't think it i don't think it did it touch 24 bitcoin i think touched 24 and then just went up from there then i was like that 29 again and then then the split happened and it was at 3000 and then 31 and then now today it's at 32 what what and then i'm looking at the altcoins and everything is just skyrocketing some big movers like this this past week was Neo or Ant shares. Now Ant shares, I, I I'd kick myself for Ant shares. Ant shares was something I was looking at personally for uh, around May, and I was looking at Ant shares, and I I saw somebody on Twitter or I don't know Reddit talk about Ant shares. Guys, get into Ant shares, and I'm like, all right, I'll look into it. And I think the market cap was around 35 million or something, and it was trading at uh, I want to say maybe 70 cents, 75 cents. And I, I was looking at it and I was just like, okay, what, what is this, what is this coin about? And, you know, it's a, a China company 
and it was made by some Chinese people, and and it had a cartoon ant. And I was like, okay, this is definitely a money grab. This is this is they made a coin. They're having fun. They thought, okay, I'm gonna make a cute little ant. Get all that Asian investment. All the Asian people are gonna be like, hey, oh wow, look at this cute little cartoon coin, and we're gonna put money in this cute little cartoon coin. And I was gonna, I was actually thinking there was gonna be like a ant shares cartoon <laughs> come out to try to promote it, and ant shares and friends goes on in little adventures and 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 shit like that. And next thing you know, the coin's up to a billion, and they run off with the money, and they're sitting in, in Jamaica or something, and. Again, overnight, it was in June. I think it was mid June. It, it went from thirty-five million to three hundred million. And I was, and then I, I was, I was looking at it, and I was like, "What the? How did I miss this?" And then, the next uh, tweet from Anchors was we're rebranding to Neo, and I was. That's when I got into uh, Neo or Anchors, and I was like, "Okay, if they're rebranding and they just popped up that much." I got to get in because I already missed the window of opportunity to buy in at like 75 cents or a buck. And now it's seven bucks. And yeah, I had to get in there. So anyway, Anshares and or Neo, I think they're officially launching their website and changing all their um, icons everywhere on uh, Bittrex and CoinCap. And on August 8th, which I think is tomorrow. Yep, it is tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. Just saw a tweet from them today that they're flying to Japan to work on deals. Now I've lived in I lived in China for over a decade. Um, I don't live in, in in mainland China now, but I lived in mainland China for over a decade. And I, I will tell you something about Neo slash Anshares. They are gonna go to the fucking moon. They're going to the moon and back into the moon again. You know what? Or maybe they might not even start at the moon. They might build a base on the moon. And then go to Mars and build another base there. If, if and only if, they don't fuck it up for themselves. Because China loves to back, back their own shit. And they, ha- they make amazing shit. I don't know if anybody is familiar with the Asian market or with China. But the tech that comes out of China is second to none. Their apps, things like WeChat. I don't know how many people use WeChat. WeChat is the all-around most amazing, um, integrated into your life app that I have ever seen. And and in China, it's the most functional. You can send messages, you can send videos, video calls, you can purchase. There's actually, there's this video made by the New York Times about WeChat and China tech companies. And it's focusing around WeChat. And at the end, they were all like, you know, oh, but you know, it's a one government, I mean, sorry, it's a communist government, so they can see what you're writing. They don't give a shit. They, no, no, the government doesn't care what you write on WeChat. But you know what the people are doing? The people are buying, selling, uh, booking restaurants, uh, paying for taxis, paying for restaurants, uh, setting chats, videoing their parents, all on this one app. It's amazing. Taobao, their online shopping experience is, is something that the United States and Amazon can't do. They can't do it. Not only can you buy anything on Taobao, Groceries, milk, cookies, uh, vegetables, fruits, clothing, electronics. You, it, it's also a service that or a service industry as well. Like I wanted my air conditioning cleaned, so you know what I did? I went on Taobao, found a guy that cleans air conditioners, booked him. He came over, he, he cleaned my air conditioners, 
I wanted somebody to come uh, to wash my cat. I was like, man, I don't know. This cat just stinks. I don't know. I don't want to wash this cat. Call somebody to wash my cat. Need somebody to, to watch my cat while I was out. There's a, there's a cat watching company. Came in, cleaned the litter box, put some food, spent some time with the cat. Like, it's just the infrastructure is amazing. And the better, best thing about their infrastructure in uh, Taobao or in China is that there is so much labor as well. So it's like, I'm going to order something on online and I'm going to get it the next day and it's going to be at my door and there's not going to be any bullshit. And the thing about Amazon, it's like you're paying all these fees and delivery fees and you have all these options. It's like you want one day or two days or overnight or, and you have to get prime. Fuck that. You order something on Taobao, no matter what happens, it's going to get there. It's going to get there in a day or two. Why? Because there's a shit ton of people just delivering shit all the time. They get on a bike, they get on an electric scooter. Actually, they have a, a there's all these mom and pop shops or even big companies distributions with all these kind of like franchised um, distribution centers in your neighborhood. So it's like if DHL or FedEx had a FedEx, right? And you decided to be a FedEx distribution center out of your basement. This is what they have. So it's like okay, you know what? I live in I don't know where where would I live in the states. Uh, Ohio. Let's just say I live in Solon, Ohio, and I want to take I want to take part of I take control of Solon, Ohio, and neighboring areas in, in delivery and distribution. Fine, I got it in my basement. So all my packages for Solon, Ohio comes there, and I got a couple guys on a scooter and they ride around Solon and they deliver shit. This is what they do. So how does this relate to to Anshares or Neo? China's online infrastructure and digital infrastructure. And their digital economy and the way things are going in China is only going up and being becoming more integrated. So if they're doing smart contracts and and digital payments, and I, I don't even know where they can go with this, to be honest. But all I know is if if China's backing it and China's and it's a Chinese product and they don't fuck it up themselves, it's going to the moon, building a base on the moon, then flying to Mars and setting up a, car, a colony and you have people growing vegetables there with their, out of their poop. It's gonna be real, seriously. It's uh, it's gonna it's gonna blow up. Now, the only thing I am worried about, like I said, is they're gonna mess it up themselves. Like they're gonna get, uh, become greedy or shady and not look at the big picture of hey, you know what? We can turn this into a, you know, twenty billion, forty billion, dollar market cap, integrate totally in China, totally into China's investments, China's investments, like, uh infrastructure in Africa and the companies that are in there, you know, building, uh, building company, the Chinese companies that are building companies in Africa or Pakistan. And, you know, we can be part of that growth and expand there too, and use this as a piggyback for, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what they can do, but there's so much positive. And if they just plan it well and have such a solid product, this is going to the moon. Anyway, that's my rant on Neo. So if you haven't gotten into Neo, get into Neo. It's going moon. I'm I'm telling you, unless they fuck it up themselves, you know. And then I was thinking about this whole uh, Bitcoin Cash shit. I am. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little offended by Bitcoin Cash. It's kind of like you know they got into the number four spot of cryptocurrencies for doing nothing but leaving. It's kind of like Bill Gates's kid 
going and starting a company and becoming the, the biggest company in the world. Why? Because he's Bill Gates' kid. You know, it's like, just what did you do? You're, 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 what did you do? Did you make anything? Did you do anything? No, your last name is Gates, so all of a sudden you're, you know, this billionaire and everybody listens to you for no apparent reason but you're Bill Gates' kid. That's how I feel about big Bitcoin Cash. It's like they split. Next you know they're, you know, five billion or four billion or seven billion market cap. This week has been a little little turbulent. You know, it's gonna settle down, but like right now they're sitting at four point three billion. And what did they do? Besides just have a fucking tenter ta- temper tantrum and split from their parents and you know, try to do their own thing. What what did you do? I'm a little offended. And then there's some people like coming up and, you know, it just takes their takes their spot and people are investing in it and it's taking some you know, it's becoming this little gravity of investment and money and focus that is taken away from really good uh, ICOs or companies that have been working hard on developing a product that now has taken billions of dollars of focus away from these other companies for a lackluster, um, antiquated product that had a temper tantrum. Well, okay, fine, Bitcoin Cash. You know what? I'm I don't, I'm not talking about you anymore because I just want you to I just want you to die, and while you're dying, please put some of that money into Litecoin, and Virium, <laughs> and because I think Virium is an amazing project, and they Vir, Virium and Viracoin, I don't know if anybody's looking into Virium and Viracoin, and I know this is one of the things that I've talked about a lot, but it's like it's like poised as an amazing useful technology and a great investment but it seems like people aren't looking at it and i don't know if it i think it's probably a lot of their marketing because people hey guys tivo here to tell you about the ufi video lock a smart lock a 2k camera and a doorbell all in one that's right three in one for triple the security it's easy to install all you need is a phillips screwdriver no drilling required it gives you keyless entry so no more fumbling your keys when you have your hands full coming back from the grocery store no more worry about the kids losing a house key no more worry about a guest losing the house key or forgetting the passcode on your door and for Airbnbers, it's a no-brainer as you can change the passcode at will between renters. It has available fingerprint recognition and it has AI self-learning chips. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You will have no anxiety with the battery charging. It is a rechargeable battery and it lasts around four months. But don't worry, when it's low, it'll give you plenty of weeks notice. And also, it always comes with a physical key as a backup. There's no monthly fee. Unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee to get your backup recorded. They're always recorded locally and you will always have access. Customer support for the Eufy Video Lock is 24-7, so you don't have to worry about any issues you have, and it comes with an 18-month warranty. What I love about this product is it is truly all-in-one. With the three-in-one, you don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Don't know about it, and people don't have confidence because they're not like, you know. You know, I think every currency needs a, a Charlie Lee out there. Everybody needs to have that guy that is out there on Twitter that people could put a face to a name to the the coin or a face to the brand. And, you know, some of these coins are out there tweeting, you know, like Vertcoin. Vertcoin tweets and tweets and tweets, but I don't really see some some substance from them and it doesn't surprise me that people aren't in, investing in them. I did invest in Vertcoin. I again think that that they also have a, a good a good product, but what are they doing besides, you know, recycling Twitters and trying to hype up and try to get into hang with with the with the big crowd? It seems like their tw- that's what their Twitter does. Their Twitter to me is like that kind of unpopular dude in high school that always stands by the popular popular kids or the or the or the good looking kids or the jocks or whatever, and like they they're like the, on the fringe of the cool kids. And they're not cool, and the cool kids know they're not cool, but they're still like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And they're like, "Hey, what's going on, dude?" And you know, yeah, okay, yeah, guys, I'll see you in class. All right, yeah. And he's like, "Okay, I'll see you in class." What the fuck is that? You know? But I don't. It's so it seems like they're just trying too hard to be part of like the Bitcoin Litecoin crowd. It seems like they just don't have the the face, the brand. And the attitude to show that they are worth that level of acknowledgement. Um, I don't. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way about Vercoin. I know if Vercoin heard this, they'll be like, "You're an asshole." But <laughs> anyway, that's what I've been following their Twitter for the past couple of weeks. Um, I know people have been following their Twitter for a fucking long time, but I just actually been following for the past couple of weeks, and I just how I feel about them. And you know what? And 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 I just want to give props to. To, to Charlie Lee of Litecoin and say, look, man, like props to you. you you're out there. You're on this uh, Squawk Box the other day. Um, you're this face of a company that's multi-billion dollar brand. And you know what? That's what I wish everybody had is that person out there so visible. Like I want to go back to Virium and uh, Viracoin. An amazing product, amazing uh, market potential, and amazing investment opportunity. With nobody out there saying, "Hey, look at this," and you know what? I I, I want to give them the benefit of doubt and say, "Okay, I hope this is part of their plan that they're gonna get this all set up and it's gonna be like this amazing, like the Tesla, like the Tesla Model Three uh, rolling out." I've been talking about the Tesla Model Three for, you know, shit. I don't know, a couple years already. The Model Three is coming. You know, it's like 2015 or 2014. The Model Three is coming. It's gonna be affordable. Okay, 2018 it comes out. But I, I guarantee when the Model 3 comes out, it's going to be an amazing car. They're going to have their shit together. It's going to be polished. It's going to run properly. There's not going to be any issues with it. Why? Because they took their time. They did it right. And you're going to have a product that is properly constructed and works well. I hope. I hope. And I'm hoping that this is what Virium and Viracoin is doing, is that they're making this great product. And then when they do, they're going to say, okay, you know what? We're not going to be on just Bittrex. Here's Poloniex. Here's Kraken. We've already lined it up. Here's our launch. 
here's the guy in, 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 in the front, here's our product, and now we have the best product on the market. And you have you cannot deny us. And that's what I'm hoping is going going because they have the great products already, but they're just not out there selling it. And I'm gonna sell it. Guys, Virium, Viracoin. <laughs> Virium Viracoin. Um I'm just I'm just so excited about this week because you know it's been almost a month of of FUD and then this week just was like a breath of fresh air into the crypto market. You know, we're sitting at 110 billion market cap and all all we see is is flowers and sunshine from here on out. <laughs> at least at least until the next FUD, I mean, <laughs> which could be like in 3 hours. You know, who knows what's going to happen. I guess the last thing on my mind is just Poloniex again. And man, I am sorry that I shit on Poloniex. Uh, before Poloniex, I want to talk about Bittrex a little bit. My last episode was about Bittrex, and I think I got a couple things wrong. It seems as though their website, and they've changed a couple things in the past week. And I, I want to correct a, couple, a little bit of information. I was corrected on Reddit that just signing up to Bittrex without verification only gets you 0.25 Bitcoin daily withdrawal and then if you get verified it's three bitcoin so you really want to get verified i think that changed from when i signed up a while ago um and i really thought it was like one bitcoin initial with daily withdrawal limits without verification and then up to three but it seems that that has changed and uh, another person that commented on my soundcloud said that you know there are issues with uh, bitrex and customer service. I do want to say, oh, and they, then they directed me to a Facebook page. And I do want to say that, you know, just by having a Facebook page, and I, the first comment that I saw on the on the Facebook page was, was from Bittrex saying, I mean, sorry, if you guys have any problems, then please contact us this way or that way, and we'll try our best. And it looks as though that they have a large volume, that they're growing. This is a bull market. Everybody's putting money in, taking money out. Um... And they want to help. Now, going back to Poloniex, and I know I shit on Poloniex a lot. It's just how much, how bad do they have to be? The one Twitter that I'm following is the Wolf or Wolf of Poloniex. On Twitter, I think everybody follows this this guy. Uh, his Twitter is funny as shit and usually pretty insightful. But if I'm correct, he left Poloniex because of laggy servers. Like I said on my Poloniex, that the servers are laggy. When there's a bull market, they just can't keep their shit together. Um, and their customer service sucks. And now people are still having withdrawals and transfer issues. And they still, I think, I haven't logged on to Poloniex in a while. But I think that they still have uh, a block on Sia coin where you can't withdraw or, or, or deposit. Why? Why? What's going on with that? Are they having beef with Sia? Or are they just not able to get their shit together? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But guys, it's like it's like they're sitting on a gold mine, and every day, twenty four hour volume trading is like two hundred million, three hundred million, four hundred million. I didn't check today, but in this market, it has to be something like four hundred million. And if they're taking, you know, let's just say, or a tenth of a percent. For every transaction, daily, they're sitting on a fucking gold mine. Why the fuck? Just hire some people. Get your shit together. Train these guys how to deal with it. Send out, send, get one guy. No, fuck it. Pay 
10 people, 10 people, and they don't have to be uh, UK citizens or American citizens or Canadian citizens. They can be citizens with a cheaper cost from any any country. Get fucking, get 20 of them just to keep up on your tweets and your Facebook and say, guys, we understand we are working on this. Guys, we understand that you have problems. And some people just to address, say, hey, oh, you have a claim uh, and you're having a problem with with it with draws. I am here. You can tweet at me. We are working on it. And when I know more, we will get to it. And just have a face to say, you know, try to. It's kind of like going to a restaurant. Have you been to a restaurant and your food took too long, but nobody came out to tell you? Say it took 20 minutes. You're looking at your watch and you're like, fuck, you know, I ordered that pizza 20 minutes ago. Is it coming out yet? Okay, so in 25 minutes, is it coming out yet? I, I, you know, and, but nobody comes to talk to you. You're like, man, you know what? This is just too fucking long. You know, this is bullshit. But however, if somebody, if a, if a waiter came out to, to tell you at 18 minutes, hey, you know what? Your food's going to be about five more minutes. And then they came out to you at 25 minutes. Even if it's already way too long. They said, you know what? The kitchen's really busy. I'm really sorry. It's going to be another five minutes. And you know what you'd, be, you'd do? You'd sit there and go, oh, you know, that's no, all right. No problem. And if they just said, hey, I'm really sorry. How about a couple, you know, here, have some more bread or or have a drink on the house. You're like, hey, no problem. That's no problem. Thank you. And you would wait 40 minutes or 50 minutes for that pizza. Of course, you'd be like, man, this shit took a long time. But you would never say that their customer service sucks. You'd say the kitchen sucks. It took too long. But you're not going to totally dish the whole restaurant. You'd, you'd, you'd be understandable of their, their situation. Like, hey, you know, guys, we, you see there's a line out the door. We didn't expect to be this busy. And you and some, you know, the rational customers would be like, yeah, but, well, you should have your shit together. And you should know that you're going to get busy because you make a pizza or some shit. Like that. And then they'll never come back. But the majority of the people would just go like, yeah, I, I get it. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your business. Can you please hurry up with my pizza? And then it comes there in, uh, in 35 minutes and you go, thank you. And you go, yeah, that was very nice of them. And I'm really happy that they gave us a free Coca-Cola or a free uh, tequila shot or whatever. And, you know, and why, why can't Poloniacs do that? Why can't Poloniacs just hire 20 dudes to follow up on Twitter, to follow up on Facebook, to follow up on these guys and say, hey, we understand. We're fucked. <laughs> We're trying our best. But, you, but in the meantime, you can talk to me. And you know what? There's some cheap-ass coin out there. What if they just said, you know what, some shitty-ass coin that costs, you know, like a tenth of a penny or a, or a hundredth of a penny and say, you know what, I'm transferring, because of this, we're transferring a hundred of these coins to your account, you know, just for the problem. They make a shit ton of money every day. Why can't they just do that? Just like, hey, have a hundred stellar or something, you know, or have ten, you know, whatever coin. It costs them fuck all. It's a nice gesture. And you go, hey, you know what? Thank you. You look at it. It's like, oh, you know, it's like a tenth of a penny. They spent a penny on my coins, you know, like, or even 10 cents. They spent 10 cents on 100 coins that cost a tenth of a penny. And you're just like, but it's the gesture. And you go, you know what? And you know what? One day, a year from now, that coin could go crazy. And next, you know, it's, it's worth 25 cents. And you're just like, hey, look at that. You know, or maybe even look into the coin now because of that. They, which maybe they can't do that because there's favoring one coin or the other. Um, you know what? They might not be allowed to do that. That's a good question. Would Poloniex be allowed 
to give away coins and would they would it look like that they are favoring one coin to another coin and rigging the market if they were you know for customer service purposes giving out complimentary coins to tell people hey I'm sorry but uh you know eating out at restaurants and you know stuff like that if there's a problem they you know people try to get you try to get compensated a little bit anyway Polonix, you're really shitting on your own business and the only reason why I can think that you're doing that is because you have no transparency. You have no stake in the game. You build a platform that is just, you know, blowing up and you can care less because you are making money. Because that's what people do. Once they start blinging, they don't give a shit. They don't, they don't care. They're worried about the bling instead of maintaining a good product for people. Longevity, you know, whatever. Anyway, that's my rants. This, this is my commentaries for this week. Thank you very much. Crypto 101. And this week's song is by Post Malone. I hope that is the way you say his name. Post Malone, I Fall Apart. Post Malone, I Fall Apart. You know, I saw this song um, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's not a happy song. But the, the, the beat and the drop and the, just it's just edited and mastered perfectly. I just love it. Anyway, thank you very much. And we'll see you next time on Crypto 101. Oh, yeah. You can follow me on, you know, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, Crypto 101 or Crypto underscore underscore 101. Shoot me some comments. I'm really happy to be hearing hearing comments about uh, episodes or thoughts or feelings on certain certain aspects of crypto. And anyway, I'm just having fun making the podcast. I will talk to you guys later. Crypto 101. Thank you. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.